Section 41 of the Works of Guy de Maupassant, Volume 3, by Guy de Maupassant. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by James K. White, Chula Vista. The Double Pins Ah, my dear fellow, what jades women are! What makes you say that? Because they have played me an abominable trick. You? Yes, me women or a woman two women two women at once yes what was the trick the two young men were sitting outside a cafe on the boulevards and drinking liqueurs mixed with water those appearance which looked like infusions of all the shades in a box of watercolors they were nearly the same age twenty-five to thirty one was dark and the other fair and they had the same semi-elegant look of stock-jobbers, of men who go to the stock exchange and into drawing-rooms, who are to be seen everywhere, who live everywhere, and love everywhere. The dark one continued. I have told you of my connection with that little woman, a tradesman's wife, whom I met on the beach at Dieppe. Yes. My dear fellow, you know what it is. I had a mistress in Paris, whom I loved dearly, an old friend a good friend and it has grown into a habit in fact and i value it very much your habit yes my habit and hers also she is married to an excellent man whom i also value very much a very cordial fellow a capital companion i may say i think that my life is bound up with that house well well they could not manage to leave paris and i found myself a widower at dieppe why did you go to dieppe for change of air one cannot remain on the boulevards the whole time and then then i met the little woman i mentioned to you on the beach there the wife of that head of the public office yes she was dreadfully dull her husband only came every sunday and he is horrible I understand her perfectly, and we laughed and danced together. And the rest? Yes, but that came later. However, we met. We liked each other. I told her I liked her, and she made me repeat it, so that she might understand it better. And she put no obstacles in my way. Did you love her? Yes, a little. She is very nice. And what about the other? The other was in Paris. Well, for six weeks it was very pleasant, and we returned here on the best of terms. Do you know how to break with a woman when that woman has not wronged you in any way? Yes, perfectly well. How do you manage it? I give her up. How do you do it? I do not see her any longer. But supposing she comes to you? I am not at home. And if she comes again? I say I am not well. If she looks after you, I play her some dirty trick. And if she puts up with it, I write to her husband anonymous letters, so that he may look after her on the days that I expect her. That is serious. I cannot resist, and do not know how to bring about a rupture. And so I have a collection of mistresses. There are some whom I do not see more than once a year, others every ten months others on those days when they want to dine at a restaurant 
those whom i have put at regular intervals do not worry me but i often have great difficulty with the fresh ones so as to keep them at proper intervals and then and then then this little woman was all fire and flame without any fault of mine as i told you as her husband spends all the whole day at his office she began to come to me unexpectedly and twice she nearly met my regular one on the stairs the devil <laughs> yes so i gave each of them her days regular days to avoid confusion saturday and monday for the old one tuesday friday and sunday for the new one why did you show her the preference ah my dear friend she is younger so that only gave you two days to yourself in a week that is enough for one allow me to compliment you on that well just fancy that the most ridiculous and most annoying thing in the world happened to me for four months everything had been going on perfectly i felt perfectly safe and i was really very happy when suddenly last monday the crash came i was expecting my regular one at the usual time a quarter past one and was smoking a good cigar and dreaming very well satisfied with myself when i suddenly saw that it was past the time at which i was much surprised for she is very punctual but i thought that something might have accidentally delayed her however half an hour passed then an hour an hour and a half and then i knew that something must have detained her a sick headache perhaps or some annoying visitor that sort of waiting is very vexatious that useless waiting very annoying and enervating at last i made up my mind to go out and not knowing what to do i went to her and found her reading a novel well i said to her and she replied quite calmly my dear i could not come i was hindered how my something else what was it a very annoying visit i saw that she would not tell me the true reason and as she was very calm i did not trouble myself any more about it and hoped to make up for lost time with the other the next day and on the tuesday i was very very excited and amorous in expectation of the public official's little wife and i was surprised that she had not come before the appointed time and i looked at the clock every moment and watched the hands impatiently but the quarter passed then the half hour then two o'clock i could not sit still any longer and walked up and down very soon in great strides putting my face against the window and my ears to the door to listen whether she was not coming upstairs half past two three o'clock i seized my hat and rushed to her house she was reading a novel my dear fellow well i said anxiously and she replied as calmly as usual i was hindered and could not come by what an annoying visit of course i immediately thought that they both knew everything but she seemed so calm and quiet that i set aside my suspicions and thought it was only some strange coincidence as i could not believe in such dissimulation on her part and so after half an hour's friendly talk which was however interrupted a dozen times by her little girl coming in and out of the room i went away very much annoyed just imagine the next day 
the same thing happened yes and the next also and that went on for three weeks without any explanation without anything explaining that strange conduct to me the secret of which i suspected however they knew everything i should think so by george but how ah i had a great deal of anxiety before i found it out how did you manage it at last from their letters for on the same day they both gave me their dismissal in identical terms well this is how it was you know that women always have an array of pins about them i know hairpins i doubt them and look after them but the others are much more treacherous those confounded little black-headed pins which look all alike to us great fools that we are but which they can distinguish just as we can distinguish a horse from a dog well it appears that one day my minister's little wife left one of those tell-tale instruments pinned to the paper close to my looking-glass my usual one had immediately seen this little black speck no bigger than a flea and had taken it out without saying a word and then had left one of her pins which was also black but of a different pattern in the same place the next day the minister's wife wished to recover her property and immediately recognized the substitution then her suspicions were aroused and she put in two and crossed them and my original one replied to this telegraphic signal by three black pellets one on top of the other and as soon as this method had begun they continued to communicate with each other without saying a word only to spy on each other then it appears that the regular one being bolder wrapped a tiny piece of paper round the little wire point and wrote upon it c d post restant boulevards malebay then they wrote to each other you understand that was not everything that passed between them they set to work with precaution with a thousand stratagems with all the prudence that is necessary in such cases but the regular one did a bold stroke and made an appointment with the other i do not know what they said to each other all that i know is that i had to pay the costs of their interview there you have it all is that all yes and do you not see them any more i beg your pardon i see them as friends for we have not quarrelled altogether and have they met again yes my dear fellow they have become intimate friends and has not that given you an idea no what idea you great booby the idea of making them put back the pins where they found them End of section 41. Recording by James K. White, Chula Vista.